0: Welcome to Craft Beer Ballers, the show about craft beer and craft beer makers throughout the world and in the Tampa Bay area. With your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. Hi, welcome to the new season of Craft Beer Ballers. In this season of the Craft Beer Ballers, we are going once again to a ton of great breweries. Uh, We're going to do a ton of interesting and insightful beer reviews, and we're gonna talk to a lot of cool people. Uh, One of those cool people is in this very segment. His name's Nate Downs. Nate Downs Beer on Instagram. Nate works for a company called Bar Track, which helps restaurants, breweries, bars, you name it, uh, track the amount of liquid that's coming out of their taps. Uh, but it just it, it goes further than that. This this technology presents a treasure trove of data for for bars. It helps that helps them run the, run their operations more efficiently. Uh, it helps them understand when they're, how much they're pouring and what they're pouring at any set given time. You can understand what uh, the trends in terms of the types of beers they're that they're pouring and the amount at per day, week, month. Uh, it can help you prevent waste. Uh, it can also ensure that, that you're, there There's mechanisms involved to help ensure that you're pouring at the highest quality. And so, therefore, higher quality, better taste, more people buy the beer, over and over and over again, and come back to your establishment. It's a cool technology. You learn a lot about it and learn a lot about the beers that we're drinking in this in this segment. It's kind of a B2B segment, but I think you guys will get a lot out of it as well. And in some later segments, uh, Nate help, uh, helps us out with some beer reviews. Good dude, good industry guy. He's got a great history in the industry, and I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And I hope you do too. Cheers. The mics are on. Oh,
1: man, the mics are on. The
0: glasses are full. That's right, y'all. It's time for the craft beer volers. What's going on, Kev? Not a whole lot, man. I understand you're uh, a whole year older. Yes, you know what? Another trip around the sun. If yes, I yes, I yes, I have uh, turned uh, 21 yeah, for nice the two. for however you add that times actually add up. You know, 15 plus that 21, and okay. you get to where my age is. And so yes, now I am 46. I am. Um, uh, fine and 46, happy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, looking, just, uh, oh, oh Thank you very much. Thank you much. And the voice you hear is the newest member of our show. She's um, she's just coming on strong with good what's takes, up? great show information, uh, bringing awesome, cool ass friends to the show. Lizzie, how are you doing?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? Kev, I haven't seen you or heard you in a long time. I know. I accept your dreams <laughs> <laughs> every night.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's good to be
2: here thank you guys and yes. thank you for allowing me to be part of your show it's you know our show now and i love it it's Crab really craft beer ballers all right craft beer ballers and
0: it may seem unhealthy but you know don't knock until you try it hey so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have a we have a special guest here today uh all right so nate uh nate downs from bar track how are you doing nate
1: yeah i'm good guys thanks so much for having me All right, so
0: I so I hear this is your only your second podcast, so I'm gonna be very gentle.
1: I appreciate (laughs) it.
0: I'm I'm gonna go easy on you this time. So I'm gonna ask only ask the hard hitting questions. So you know, Uh, you know what, Nate? Before we get into Bar Trek, which we were talking a little bit off the air about, it it sounds fascinating. I definitely want to learn a little bit more about it. But first, I want to learn more about you. Tell me about your journey in beer.
1: Yeah, so. I got my journey in beer uh, about six years back. started working for a brew hub right when they started getting open over in Lakeland, Florida. Okay. Um, came out of a completely different business track. I was actually a pastor before that. So. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So I, I, Oh, I, yeah. Ha- hallelujah. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I figured, you know, when I didn't get the water to turn to wine, I'd just make my own at this oh, point. Okay, fair, fair. Yeah, so. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I begged my way in the door, uh, interviewed with them about three times, just begging to learn how the beer industry would work. Uh, they gave me a shot, and I spent uh, about four or five years with them, just going all the way through um, everything from bar backing through packaging, fermentation management, uh, running centrifuges, and just you know doing things at a contract level of education of beer, which um, was where I got my start into it. So,
0: okay, wow, wow, and that and that transitioned you from there on to what you do for Bar Track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So first, tell tell us a little bit about about. Uh, Tell us about Bartrack and then tell us about what you do for Bartrack.
1: Absolutely. So um, Bartrack is one of the first ever companies in the world that actually can track your inventory on draft beer systems uh, down to a point of a fluid ounce. uh, Without any obstruction in your lines, without causing any foaming, we actually uh, take the foam away on what we do. We can put uh, real-time inventory in the palm of your hand so you know exactly where every ounce of beer went. We'll do all your reporting for you as well so that you know uh, where everything's gone without having to work in spreadsheets. You don't have to lift up kegs anymore. You don't have to go through and uh, do inventory the way we've been doing it. We actually just put everything real time so you have that actionable data to help save some of those pours that are being lost down the drain, help give actionable data to be able to know exactly how your business is operating and uh, how you guys want to grow with it. Uh, Oh, it works great for remote people. Have multiple locations to be able to pull up. You know, if you have a production facility and you have multiple tap rooms, things along those lines. It's great, uh, great uh, forecasting and insight to be able to have that all um, right there in the palm of your hand on an app.
2: We wrote the phrase liquid business that Yes, we did.
1: We'll yeah. to We're gonna have to work on that one, I think. Okay. You're right. Go ahead and get the URL real quick. go
0: <laughs> do it fast. Hang on yeah. just a second. <laughs> like do, 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 pause. Yeah. So no, that's no, that's super cool, and I think it's super cool. A lot of the just because the fact of um, one thing I in my day job, what we Tom thing we talk about a lot is utilizing data to um, to help kind of make decisions, yeah. right? Um, and, and, you know, and I, and I think that's critical. And, 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 obviously the, the, the big, the two biggest data points in beer is, you know, the revenue data point and the product data point. And this, so this covers the product data point and it can be, it's applicable to the revenue data point. So absolutely.
1: I mean, knowledge is power across the board and, you know, unless you know where your beer is going, you know, once it gets kegged off and if we don't know and track where we're going with it, how will we ever know where we're making our money on it? And so that's kind of where we've gone through and, uh, the gap there to put real data, uh, in the hands of the owners so that you guys can see exactly where beer's going. Yeah, if you
2: can actually get that information directly to distributors, that could even be like almost like a clear path of getting the beer information from the people I need to get it without me having to tell them.
1: Absolutely. That's definitely something that's in our thought process as we grow, for sure. That's that's awesome. That's right. uh,
0: uh, how, 20, are, how are...
1: how going 2022. Very 2022 right? 2022, right?
0: That's what it comes down to. So right. So no, no, no. You're good. Um, so how are you finding that the the... the your clients are using it. Us. Where, where, where's the what's kind of been the biggest win that they've gained from using your your technology, y'all's uh, y'all's technology?
1: Tell me, that's a, that's a loaded question. So we're you know we're fifty things for fifty different people. At the end of the day, yeah. everybody operates a little bit differently. Our main goal is to put that knowledge and that data into the palm of your hand, so you can see what you want to do with it. A lot of our clients have seen great success in being able to track. Um, how things are performing over multiple locations. Uh, another thing is to be able to track and make sure that everything's pouring at the highest quality. So for us, I mean, we're a bunch of beer nerds. I mean, I've been in this for so long, and I want to make sure that when that beer gets done and gets poured properly, that it's going across the, the table to the consumer in a way that is being presented the way I'd like it to. And that's why we go through and we monitor that quality as well. I mean, our guys, what they'll do is they'll open up our app in the morning. You can see exactly where your temperature and pressure has been and how it's changed overnight. So you can go okay. through and actually adjust your regulators, adjust the temperature cooler to make sure that everything's pouring perfectly right yeah, before yeah. you ever get started it takes all that guesswork of going back and forth to the cooler is the pressure okay. up is it down you know and that whole entire time you're losing you're losing precious pints of beer that are being lost through foam yeah um, another it keeps track of what's been given out you know we want to make sure we keep everybody honest you know at the end of the day is we like to give away a lot of beer in the craft the realm you know uh, yeah. that's uh, no stranger to us to giving away a couple free beers but we want to be able to track that so that we can claim that on our taxes know exactly what our ounces are right. for the year. Uh, and then also make sure that we don't have any problems with staffing that maybe are giving away a little bit too much of the house. You yeah. know, it, it's unfortunate, but it happens yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, it's a, a way to keep track of that as well. For no. sure. When you're
2: running I- reporting the next day, would you be able to like say, here's a combination of all 18 of my tabs, this is exactly how many outs report?
1: Absolutely. Because that
2: would be the key information. I think you get like, a, even like maybe an automated report that tells you, here's how many outs you report and they can look at
1: Definitely. So we take the reporting out of the hands so you don't ever have to work in spreadsheets. Uh, We have uh, new hourly reporting that actually just came out in the last two months. So we can break it down hour by hour. You'll get that sent to your inbox at the end of the day. So you can see exactly where every ounce of beer went. Uh, You'll know if you had uh, Nathan pouring beer for the day and he gave away a few too many, you'll be able to acknowledge that. Um, and then even overpours and underpours, so making sure we're grabbing the right glassware. Um, I was actually really surprised with one of our clients, you know, the amount we were able to save them just because their staff were not educated on what glassware to pull. You yeah. know, they're pulling... Uh, doesn't go in 16-ounce? <laughs> no, <laughs> I used to use that. That was one of my favorites. I'd walk into a bar, and I feel a little guilty about it now that I'm on <laughs> the side of the industry, but I'd go, oh, darling, I don't like drinking out of those little goblet things. You mind if I just have a pint glass of, you know, like, an yeah. Imperial IPA? you right, You're right, right. <laughs> right, Along those lines. And so, you know... Uh, uh, that, that keeps that honest there. Also, make sure that we're pouring it right. With what we were able to do, we do what's called skew mapping. So we work with almost every POS that's out there right now for your point-of-sale system. Um, anything that gets plugged in, we actually correlate that right back to the tap handle so we can see exactly how many ounces went through. We'll know if there's under underpours, or even pints that got passed across the table that never got charged for along the way as well. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. I, I, I feel
0: like... All those benefits are good, and I feel like one of the one of the the, the coolest benefit I think, think like if I was a brewer, uh, a, a bar, brewery owner, bar owner, or whatever, is to be able to tell to say, okay, what do I sell most in September? Exactly. And so, especially if I'm a brewery owner, then I know, okay, I know how long it takes me to brew it. I can I can prep for that and and yes, you know if you've been brewing a long time you kind of know that already but now it's not anecdotal it's actually for real because I'm sure there's some answers that would surprise you in in that you know about things that that sell at different times of year. You know, what sells more during football season? What what sells more during the summers,
1: winters, whatever? Well, you know, what definitely. sells more on a Tuesday? Like, well, what, should even, I be,
0: what should I put on special? You know, exactly, or,
1: and I haven't even noticed that across the state. You know, what sells on the East Coast doesn't sell the same on the West Coast, depending on what clientele we have. You know, we're a very... Uh, um, travel and tourist related state and you know certain areas beers you know there'll be a place where there'll be more doppelbox and more stouts going down in the middle of the summer than you would ever expect there to be right because of who's visiting and who's around for those period of time uh we've moved into that area and so that's actually something we have on our app you can actually go through and you can pull uh reports based on specific times if it's one day if it's three days if you guys had a uh, special 4th of July or you know, a special tap takeover and you want to know exactly how um, much beer has been uh, been went through on those exact dates you'll be able to see exactly how those went and uh, take the data and use it the way you'd like to
0: yeah no yeah, no I think that's I think that's excellent I, I, among being a beer geek I'm also a data geek yeah. and so I, I love the idea of that <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds amazing to me um, well what what, beer, what, what what beer drinks more on the east versus the west coast Oh, man. <laughs> so I will say that. You, you brought it up. I, I got, I got asked. Yeah. You no, know, you know. Why don't you limit just the styles? The just the styles. I oh, yeah. Say, I, actually, I actually made more styles than beers. I will honest. say, I, I think, noticed more. Thanks for clarification.
1: Definitely, more traditional styles uh, on the east is what I've been noticing on some of the places that I've gone. You know, a bit of traditional stouts, um, getting into like some ESBs and things along those lines. Yeah. Where we get over here on our side, uh, we've got a lot more of the hazies. We got a lot more huh. uh, juicies coming through. Everybody's got them. Um, but what I've just noticed is, you know, there's certain areas. I mean, and could go based on the town. You know, uh, certain areas and towns where people are drinking, you know, different uh, different styles, and that's all data that we can gather and actually put in the hand of the of the owners so they can say, hey. This is what my brewery is doing. I mean, you might be in a spot where you have uh, three or four different uh, over 55 senior citizen uh, communities around you and notice that you sell a different style of beer just because of what your clientele is right around you yeah exactly. yeah, i would imagine well so. we all see the crispy boys are back i mean that's yeah been, right that's yeah. been a relief for me across the board yeah so. yeah that's yeah that, well yeah 100 percent. so
0: yeah you probably you're tapped into trends overall Absolutely. really you know it's just in terms of what across
1: we'll the entire united states and actually we're going global at the moment so we're you yeah know, we're working yeah. our way around to see who's drinking what around the world
0: so yeah so yeah. You know. how many facilities do
2: you think right now have your technology
1: just here in our state uh in our state uh about 12 13 so far that we're moving into no, we're uh, we're on year four. Actually, we celebrated it today. Uh, today was our four-year oh, wow. anniversary. The anniversary. Uh, COVID kind of went through and set us back right a little bit, and then of I course. came in right in the middle of the whole COVID experience, uh, and I've been working here as the uh, territory manager for Florida for the last year. Okay. Okay. How many You know, for myself, it, it, it's everybody that serves draft beer, whether it's a brewery, whether it's oh, a yeah. bar, you know, for me, it's it's the, it's the way of the future. So I'd like to see them all happen, to be honest. Yeah, right, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. For us, you know, the way it goes is the game changers is we've gotten some really some really big people involved in what we've got going on. We work with Tripping Animals down in Miami. Okay. Um, they've been a great spokesman for, for us, and, you know, they go through and really support what we've got going on, and we support them and what they're doing because, you know, they make amazing product, and they really understand, you know, the community uh, of how craft beer goes through. Um, they came up, you know, even down to Ellipsis this last weekend and supported up there. You know, they're just yeah. really involved in what we've got going on as well. Um, but across the board, we work with uh, different uh, stadiums. Like we're in Mercedes-Benz Stadium now in Atlanta. Okay. You know, yeah, so yeah. Um, really it's, uh, it's definitely growing um, anywhere that serves draft beer or even down right. to the draft cocktails. We do cocktails as well. So if anybody's, you know, mixing up cocktails in a keg and it goes through a draft line, we can monitor that as well. Uh, We're even working into our own seltzer dosing systems and things along those lines that are growing as we go. Yeah, no, that's uh, super cool. That that that
0: is so cool. Um, Okay, yeah. Now, so now I just have a bunch of questions about trends. Like, okay, um, all right. So more traditional.
1: You get him to get you uh, hooked up with one of our data guys.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I would. I would love that actually. So so more more traditional stuff on the East Coast and more hazies on the See, West now I'm going to get food. quoted on this, and everybody's going to be like, what is this guy uh, talking That's not about? true. No, 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 Yeah, you know. yeah, No, no, yeah, well, you know. Just say I said it. Just say you were drunk. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, if okay. shoe fits. So what area per area, like, so you st- Florida's your territory. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are they drinking more in, in South Florida? What, what are you seeing more
1: kind of going out? Oh, I don't know, man. Um, so, I mean, every time I'm in Miami, it's, there's there's a lot of juices going on there's a lot of fruited sours i mean yeah the fruited sours are, are up.
0: i've heard that before cuz it cuz it has something to do with the fact that fruit is better and more readily available well, there and in Miami it influences how they like, make it in that area especially you
1: know homestead and all that they grow a lot of really good fruit in that area right so. right yeah yeah you get a lot of tropical people like me there they you get a lot of tropical love. people I mean, yeah I mean, yeah, love yeah. Love,
2: yeah. Of the pineapple, coconuts, and yeah, all the mixed, yeah, fruit. mango, like, like all the yeah. tropical, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> that's 100%. Yes, uh, Bartrack
2: actually has been a big sponsor of a lot of beer festivals just recently as
0: well. Okay, all right, nice, nice, yeah,
1: okay. been coming up. yeah, yeah. yes, um, things hey, th- we that, just, that, we, that we need to cover, yeah, I would say, <laughs> you we know, just, like we just finished a good amount of them. We're starting to actually kind of slow down because of the way the season's going at the moment, yeah, yeah. Back um. To Yep, all of that, especially for me. I've got eight year old daughter, so back to school is a real thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, coming up yeah. Here in like three weeks. Yeah, I got so, a twelve-year-old.
0: Yeah, Kevin has yeah. a five. Yeah, yeah. so yeah.
1: So you, you see where it's going for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, highlights for us is uh, Pontoon Brewing Company. We just got on with them, so they're okay. Uh, yes, you know, sir. They're yeah. they're a uh, great brewery and good friends. all Sandy all, all Springs, all around. Georgia. So we're excited yeah. to see yeah. that come through and see uh, see how things go with them as well.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, well, if you are you is there are there festivals in the future like coming around in the always? Tw- yeah. Um,
1: there's a list. I don't have it in front of me at the That's moment. That's okay. That's um, okay. We.
0: Talk off air about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we we would love to come out to a festival and uh, and support and cover and talk to people.
2: To any homebrew nerds who are thinking, well, I got the Raspberry Pi, man. Could I maybe upgrade to this? Is there anything that we could say, or is this pretty much?
1: yeah th- this is b2b at the point of where we're going at the moment um it really doesn't have uh, a major homebrew application at this point um and price point wise you're better off with the, the raspberry Pi for what you're doing on that end of things that makes um, sense i just wanted to know hey
2: if some of our listeners out yeah. there could partake here's, here's new business
1: you know why not but that, that makes sense though hey but if you're sitting at a bar and you see their beer pour foam, me give them my phone number <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. You, you got it. Right. Um, what have you learned about this industry through through this this job through your through your time here?
1: Oh, that's a that's a great question. And, you know, actually, I was reflecting on this just the other day because I'm about a year into it. And being from a brewing background, you know, I'm not thinking at all about what's going through the draft. You know, I look at it. As I made the beer. I'll drink the beer and I'll you know see what I want to do on uh, two things on that one I learned early on that the industry average on um, efficiency is really low it's actually only seventy-seven percent efficiency is the average across the board of oh, what I'm we're getting out of kegs well I mean especially on the craft beer end of things you know more than the uh, the restaurants and bars and things along those lines where you know there's a little bit more structure but you know on the craft beer end, like I said we we've oh, we make this you know it's ours we're gonna drink on it which again I'm not against it but it can get out of hand really easily and you're not realizing how much profits is going to the ground know, right. we can go through and bring about 10% of that back in um, it's, scalability. it's absolute scalability yeah. and what we've noticed across the board is majority of our partners when they come on they see a full return on their investment within the first three months of what we've got going. Nice. So not only are we showing you exactly where, you know, to pinpoint where your losses, how to improve your business, training you guys on how it works, we're bringing that money, we're putting it back into the brewery to be able to buy things like hot liquor tanks or you want to upgrade a POS yeah. system or you've got things so you the, want to put money into. CBA
2: analysis in my opinion, when it comes to making this purchase decision. The question is how long will it take you to actually get that investment back? Right. And then how much more money are you going to save and reallocate elsewhere in the future? But at the same time, you know, a lot of times some of these places are they're they're, they're small. We may only have ten to twelve taps, you know, and we're trying to s- we can't brew the beer fast enough to sell it. And maybe I can't even slow down enough to talk to you about getting the install. Right. So having someone yep. who can come right in house and say, look, it's, it's not that complicated.
1: We'll set it up for you. We'll do all yeah, this. Absolutely, that is
2: a game changer. I think for those people, and it's just getting them to slow down and talk
1: to you. Yeah. I mean, right. it, no, you're hitting the nail on the head. I mean, that's exactly what we do. You know, we'll do the full install. It'll be done. Um, about an hour, hour and a half. Like I said, we're an extension of the line, so the way we designed this was to be able to work with any draft system out there, whether it's a keg box, whether it's a direct draw, whether you've got fobs, it doesn't matter um, how you guys go through. We can make sure that it fits and it works the way we we're going. We'll have somebody certified come and get it done for you so you don't even have to worry about getting it installed. And then we have a full team up in D.C. that actually comes through and helps train. So we know that you know there's a lot nice. of things that you have to do. We're not we're not trying to be like the old car salesman, you know, that gives you the keys to the car and right. says, "Have a great day." It's, right, right. You know, we're gonna let you know how everything works, and we also come alongside all of our partners for the first three months and help guide them along. That we have uh, uh, milestone setting meetings where we go through and help show you what's been going on, where we're losing things. Um, whether or not we have a staff issue or something along those lines, whether it's an overpour and underpour issue, we break break that data down for each one of our clients and show them exactly where it's happening, so that they can make their choices. So within that first three months, you learn how to use the system properly, and you guys are actually making uh, bringing back more revenue at the end of every month.
0: Nice, nice. Well, that I mean, I don't know. I I, I guess if you if you're a bar owner or you're a brewery owner, I, I would you know.
1: It's
2: just so cool to have this kind of level of technology. Yeah. So right, right. Just information. Yeah, yeah. That like makes, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like kegs are opaque. You can't see what's in a keg. You right. Can pick up it, you feel it, but you can't see it. So being able to put a camera in there and have some type of like automation. Right, right. You know, yeah, yeah.
0: to know what's going on in that, in that keg is huge. As
2: much money in house as possible. Yeah. Because we all love going to these breweries, and this is what they live off of. We want to tip the help. We want to have a good experience, and we want them to stay in business. And this whole thing really helps all of that. So right. It's very cyclical. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I presume this is basically patented technology, that that's
1: it, here. It is, yeah. You know, it's definitely uh, proprietary on our end. We like to, to keep it under wraps as uh, much as we possibly can um, on there. But, you know, the real cool thing is is we saw a hole. You know, we saw a hole in the market. We yeah. saw a technology that was out there that, that was subpar, um, that being turbine flow meters. I mean, if you got a little impeller that's moving your carbonated beverage, you're going to have foam, you're going to have breakout. Plus, you have to take those things apart. You have to soak them. I mean, anything with the keg scale, it doesn't matter if I've got somebody lifting kegs and saying, I think this is a 0.5 or a 0.2. Everybody is a little bit different. Um, We've never gotten it down to a level of being so accurate as we were able to do now. And that accuracy really shows you exactly where you can make more money on the stuff you're already making. Yeah. You know, for sure. It
2: makes sense, and I I think it actually uh, silos the uh, responsibilities behind the bar. Where you can have one person who, on busy nights, they're focused on this, mm-hmm. and everyone else can handle serving, and then I think everyone's gonna make more money.
1: I mean, even that. less time than that. I mean, majority of our clients only spend about three to five minutes a day on it because it's all integrated in with the POS. I'm so thinking like
2: when you're just pouring poor poor on like a busy night when you probably are changing kegs and moving right. over. like it, it should have helped you already be prepared for that when you open the doors at like three or four. Definitely. You have already known We were low on here and here and we got to actually. Totally agree. I mean, that's yeah.
1: what um, a lot of our general managers and taproom managers really love about the system is, you know, they can be sitting on their couch on a Sunday watching a yes. football, chilling, and they can start queuing up what beers are going to go on next because they can see real-time keg levels of knowing, hey, this keg's going to blow pretty soon. Yeah. I don't yeah. have something to follow it up with. I'm going to follow it up, and I can even put a note in there that says, hey, run a line cleaning before we do this one, yada, yada. Well, but that'd be
2: like another level of technology to get to where you could actually have like automated line cleaning on, from your devices. <laughs> We're, d- We're not at
1: automating uh, at this point, but we are at um, monitoring that. So, uh, a lot of yes. places that use.
2: Absolutely. All of this yeah. Is improving the experience. No, agreed.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many times have you been to a place and the beer tastes bad? And, and, oh, yeah. And you and wonder. A lot. You know, cool. you <laughs> know, <laughs> a is lot. it bad beer? <laughs> for, or, for,
2: for, yeah. It and it's
1: like,
2: I, yeah, know, like, like yeah. I know I love this beer. Right. right. I know I love it. Tastes like it's like, yeah, just something tastes like chase it off it about tastes it. Like me if I'm feeling ill, right? Right, right yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and, and it shouldn't, like it's like it goes to the machine, okay? I love that beer, love that beer, but I'll go and have it at, at some unnamed place, you know, near me. And it, maybe it's not the same experience every time I have it, yeah. And that sucks because when I go there, I'm gonna spend $40, $50 having the beer and what having the food, right? And having right, meet, make each other better, yeah, yeah, I'm have yeah, enough job taking care of your product to deliver to me lowered my experience cool. i will go and take my
1: money to where they will yeah hey, absolutely i mean cleaning cleaning lines across the board has been a pet peeve of mine uh you know when i got working out with working in at with brew hub um the end of the day is you know sanitization and cleanliness was the forefront of yeah, what I did. yeah you know we were making beers for multiple partners and at the end of the day is you know you're making somebody else's beer you have to do it right yeah. um so keeping things clean was definitely um part of actually got me into this because i started to realize like hey we can go through and actually monitor when we have a third-party company come in. We monitor when the line cleaning started. We, since we can tell the temperature and pressure, we know the difference between the cleaning solution and the beer, so we can actually track it. And then in the reporting it comes through and it shows you your lines were cleaned for the duration that they were supposed to be, and for um, you know the days that they were supposed to be, so that you know that you're keeping everything within clean quality How did across you know. the board. How
2: did you tell the difference? Was it the uh, te- temperature
1: mostly Um, uh, okay. but so we're also room
2: temp versus it being served at like 40 or 50 degrees exactly and we also have
1: a spot on here where I, I'll show you guys as we go through here but you, so we actually cool. can go through yeah. and you can just toggle on to say hey I'm going to clean this. all I my see. lines
2: we're staring at some cool information
1: right here right yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're they have, a, at, have like a dashboard we're
2: looking at uh, the beer line temperatures here you can see uh, my eyes are
1: exactly and we can see exactly how often they were cleaned you can see the uh, cleaning duration interval to make sure that was done within the right amount of time and then you can see if you have any overdue lines right on the top of your board so you can pop into the app like i said a couple minutes a day see exactly where everything stands you're not going to have any questions on whether or not that line was cleaned properly i mean if you have a you know a guy like me who's you know running your cleaning and you just trained me how to do it you know, you can make sure that I actually ran them for the right period of time. I didn't say that I ran it for 20, 30 minutes and did it for five. Yeah, you know, right, uh, right. You can make sure that it actually got done properly. You gotta look that and we see. Just right yeah. to make sure things are clean. Uh, and then furthermore, we keep t- track of those temperatures and pressures so that you don't have any foam problems, that you're pouring good quality beer. Right. I always use an example of this, especially in a brewery. We get kegging off beers, and every once in a while, a keg will just lined up in a place somewhere where, okay, it didn't make it to the cooler yet you go going to take it in the cooler if i put that keg on tap right now without being able to tell what the temperature and pressure is i'm going to be pouring beer and it's going to be foamy i can hook up to it and say hey this sitting at 65 right now i need to wait before i start pouring any beer off right. of it whatsoever yeah, yeah and now i've saved my profits on that i'm not pouring it down the drain in foam right uh, or losing it because i have a unexperienced uh, staff member who doesn't understand how to adjust that either
0: right well uh, I would say, I mean, if you're a bar or brewery owner and you're really looking to elevate your, you know, your, a your restaurant, restaurant yeah, anyway, any, any any, it's serving any, beer. Any so. It's that
2: moving draft beer that just wants to maximize profits and actually gives a crap about having the best product they can possibly put out there. Should already be talking to
0: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, and absolutely. If
2: I think if they get one level nerdier or further, and I would say, okay, what about like, Or if it's an IPA, and I know exactly what I'm getting, and I know what it's supposed to taste like. How long has that keg been on? Would it be possible to get information or have it maybe like display in some way and tells you this keg's been connected for this number of days, that this temperature for this number of days? To me, I think if it's like a hops-oriented beer like that, then it would be like, hey, we need to send like an alert to let them know this IPA is not moving.
1: Right. So we do actually have uh, another portion of what we do as well. Um, which is our display board, so we do full displays for menus so that you can okay. go through yeah, and actually, okay, yeah, you yeah. can see that. Um, you have the option to put on there whatever level of information you wanna have. Yeah. Um, but fully, you know, at the end of the day, is you're gonna see when you put it into inventory right on there. Uh, you'll see the date that you tapped it, and so you'll be able to see exactly how long it's been on there as well. I would think more
2: like a push notification that gets sent that says like, hey, uh, liquid's not moving on this thing, it's it hops, and it's been sitting here for like two weeks. Allow the owner to make a decision, or the the operator to make a decision.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm not sure we're there at that point yet, but that's definitely something that we can adapt into. That's the cool thing about what we do as well. We're always growing. We always do. I mean, it seems like every month we've got something else new that we've come up with. I mean, we've really yeah. built this with breweries and bars, you know, around the United States of what works best for them. Yeah, um, yeah, Majority of the people, too, that are on our team at this point, they've been in the beer or the restaurant or the uh, hospitality industry at some level or another. You know, we've got real GMs that are actually now the ones that are training the general managers um, how to run this and how to use this on a daily basis as well.
0: Nice, nice. You get a lot of good feedback, I'm sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean,
1: it's we're we're immersed in all of it, and we're always learning. If somebody's got a suggestion or, hey, can we try this, can we try that, we're always more than willing to uh, to listen and see what we can do to help um, adapt to that.
2: I would say if people are using their handheld devices to manage this, push notifications would be pretty pretty up there. But you have kind of like developed your own almost kind of like default profile that says, hey, we understand that if this is a hops oriented like, you, could, you could leave uh, Imperial
1: on there for a year. Or right, or right exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No awesome. worries on that one.
2: But um, I'm thinking something that people are supposed to have fresh. Where fr- freshness is a thing, and, yeah. And, and so. then, like, be able to already know that this thing's not moving. The volume's not moving fast. And then, granted, people who are watching this every day are going to be seeing that. True. But I'm almost thinking, like, just making it more dumb.
1: Hey, exactly. You, you took the words out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah. You know, across the board is... You know, try to take uh, one of those processes out of your brain that you've been spending so much time doing. And right. I've heard multiple people tell me, oh, you know, we've got this down to a science. You know, we've got, you know, good, uh, good volume that we're going through. We're making good money. It's like, but you're also spending four hours a week on inventory and you're paying somebody to do that. You know, yeah, you know yeah. this time spent, and then even not knowing whether or not that inventory how accurate it really is, right, um, right. because it's based on.
0: A- <laughs> did you like the podcast? Yeah. The well, that, that. if you did, yeah. subscribe to uh, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah. Tell a friend, or or check us out on all the social media platforms that includes Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Cheers. Uh,
1: so uh, website is uh, bartrack.beer if you guys want to find us there uh, dot beer, I like it. Yeah, yeah if uh if you want to drink, wanna my, dot drink <laughs> my dot beer i think we have to get that one straight too hey man <laughs> okay. you gotta, gotta take what i can get hey I, will uh,
2: work
1: yeah. for beer. I uh, I, uh I guess see i'm on the wrong side of that now <laughs> i used to be able to pull that off um that is one thing too is Put you know um
2: to the, to your
1: customers. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, if you guys want to get a, uh, a hold of me, um, my email address is nathan.downs at bartrack.beer. Okay. Uh, and then my Instagram is nathan.downs.beer.
0: Okay, cool. cool.
1: So if you guys want to get a hold awesome. of me there, um, awesome. feel free to reach out. I'm all over Florida. I work my way around um, throughout uh, the different regions, uh, periodically throughout the month. So
2: Nice. Nathan nice. Downs Beer sounds like you in college.
1: Uh, yeah, see, I, I skipped that. I skipped that whole thing. So I just went straight into downing it in my early twenties and, and uh, trying trying to make it instead. Okay.
0: okay, yeah, you have more fun in that time. College, college is fun. As right, right. Uh, that's that's fun for something. But anyway, so that's a, that's a segment for another day. So, um, so for now, well, thank, well, Nate, thank you so much for, for uh, sharing this, this uh, information, this technology with with our audience. Um, I, you know, I, I think anything that makes a better product for the people. Um, and elevates the community of people who make beer, I think is, is definitely um, something that we can all appreciate. And so I'm so I, I definitely am glad we were able to do this. So.
1: Absolutely. I really appreciate you guys having me. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure to be here for sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So for now, the glasses are empty. The mics are off. This is Craft Beer Ballers.